And we're back another week. Cap, the CA podcast is back in town or back in your ear. Pause, however you want to call it. Sound in this bitch. And due to COVID restraints again, limited short staffed, but we're here with the producer extraordinaire, one of my best friends, Edwin Robles. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I do graphic design. Yes, he does a lot of know. things. He does a lot of things. He does a lot of things, man. Um, But yeah, man, shout out to everyone again. Another week, we're back in here in the midst of this fucking crazy-ass time. Everyone's catching COVID around us. We were supposed to have a guest last Survivors. week. You know, yeah, but the guest had a COVID. Everyone, else, everyone had COVID. And then now, this week again, the guest has COVID. But then we're... Thankfully, Sound and Edwin, so far, from the CA crew, have been testing negative uh, after testing positive. We're survivors. So we're survivors, you know. This is my second time with COVID. I pushed through it. It wasn't as bad as the first time. <laughs> you pissed through it? Pissed through it. I pushed some peas through it. You know, uh, but it definitely was way more spread. Like, my parents currently have it. Marloon, uh, I believe, still has it. His parents have it. Um, Eric, YI, just had it. He's negative now. But everyone around us is like... Coming in contact with it, it's it's never been like this before, especially in Rhode Island. It's like at an all time high. I don't know what the fuck is happening, um, but we're here, man. It's uh, a, a horrible start for the year, <laughs> yeah. but at the end of the day, you gotta fucking push through the year. You know, hopefully this shit lightens up uh, by summertime. We get a better energy going on in the world, but you know, this has been a rocky rocky start. If I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, how how was your day, man? What you do? How you what you do today, Edwin? How was your Monday morning? Oh, it was pretty good. Oh, let me not do the accent. <laughs> pretty good. My first day back um, at work. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. Um, but nah, man, was, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Just trying to get back into things, you know, into Going back to the gym. I'm not going back to the gym without a mask, though. I'll tell you oh, that. Oh, you've been wearing the mask when you're in there? Yeah, even though I'm going to be suffocating. And you got to do it. Because I feel like that's... I think we got it. I think me and Eddie got it from the gym. The gym, especially in the sauna. Because all that, you know... All I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it, man. It's an easy place to get the fucking... I, I've smelled so many weird smells in the gym. And <laughs> seen some unfortunate penises I wasn't fucking... I didn't want to see. Oh, you know, so if people do all types of things like that, I'm pretty sure they're going there... They'll test positive and we still be like, mm, I still got to get my workout in. Let me just go. I don't care. They don't wipe nothing down. They smell like ass and they just keep pushing through, you know. Pushing but it's pee. like pushing peas, pushing peas and pushing weight. It's like, oh, calm the fuck down, buddy. You can go home and do but some no, lunges. They have the wipes and everything, too. It's like, I don't even. Oh, the wipes, the sanitizing wipes. The sanitizing wipes. and I They run know. out, though. They be running out. No, when I be in there, they run out. They have the spray, too. They have a spray. It's a lot of more, more work. I'd rather you supply me with some good-ass good, good ass wipes and spraying shit down. This is not my job. You know, <laughs> it's your job. But if you give me a little wipe, I'll do it. But no, it's getting crazy out here. What? This is like, it's been 5,000-plus cases. Yeah, in Rhode Island specifically, well, if we want to start with that, it's been a crazy situation. There's been reports of actual... I wanted to finish what I was going to say. Oh, go. What are you going to say? That's fine now. <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> You're talking about Rhode Island? Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> Listen, man, it's been crazy in Rhode Island where the most infectious state out of 50 or how many states are there now? 55 states in America? There's a lot of states. There's more than 50. But it's up there, man. There's stats going on. Look at these articles going viral. Rhode Island hospital dealing with a COVID outbreak with patients after staffed who tested positive 
Uh, they were asymptomatic. They came into the. They had to come in still because of short shortage. Uh, staff shortage. So this has been going on everywhere around the country. Staff shortage. So a lot of people who are in these jobs that vaccination has been mandated, like you have to be vaccinated or if not, you can't come to work. They're basically being laid off or being forced to lay themselves off because of the fact that they don't want to get the vaccine. You know, they feel like it obviously is fucking mandatory. What the hell? Like they, they don't want to do it. You can't force everyone to do everything. So I understand that part. And these people now become short staffed. And aside from that, there's people in another type of crowd that just don't want to go to work because of the fact that they might catch COVID, especially if you work in a hospital, because that's what the fuck is happening. The, the hospitals are rampant with COVID. So places are short staffed. And now there's outbreaks happening because people are testing positive and still coming to work because they have fucking families to feed. And at the end of the day, there's no really more government aid going out. There's no COVID aid. Yeah. So it's like people are forced to do these drastic situations and then look what the fuck is happening. And now we have Rhode Island, the most infected state in the country of America. So what is really happening? In my opinion, hopefully we're going to have the governor on here soon, Rhode Island governor, Dan McKee. I'm in contact with his team. I'm hoping to get an interview with him soon up in here, the uh, CA studio for the podcast. But we definitely need to do a lot. For the state of Rhode Island is being ignored. I feel like it's been happening for a while. You know, this sort of like outbreak feeling and like, oh, we got to shut down type of energy. But now it's like more than ever. It's obvious, like with these stats coming out and no one's doing nothing. The governor hasn't really done well, much. They're pushing the, the booster shots now. They're so. bo- pushing the booster shots. They're mandating um, workers now. You you can't test and college students negative um, and just come to work like like they used to be. Like, okay, I'm not vaccinated, but I tested negative. Now you have to be vaccinated. And that's for essential workers in Rhode Island. I think starting the 14th, so in four days from this recording date. And aside from that, you said now, what is it for school, right? They require, yeah, you're required to have a booster shot. A booster shot. So not just Rhode vaccinated. Island college and CCRI. I'm not sure about uh, Yeah, URI, URI and everything and, else. But yeah. CCRI and Rick are doing it. So now the colleges and the whole universities in the whole uh, state are starting to push this booster thing. Which is understandable, but it's like if a lot of people aren't already vaccinated, then they got to wait for the booster. You have to get the first shot, and then your second shot, how long do you have to wait in between the shots? Isn't it like um, a few weeks, I believe. A few weeks, but then the booster, they, they recommend it, I think, um, six months, I think. Yeah, it was something like it's that. It's like six months. Yeah. So basically, people are down and out and possibly might not be able to fucking... Be a little longer than six months, yeah. I think it's it's like a long time. I remember. Correct us if we're wrong in the comments, guys. Um, You know, for your particular state, it might be different. Or it might be like one universal rule for America. I'm not sure for the booster when it's actually recommended. I do know that I qualify for it now, but I didn't qualify for it right away. So I'm pretty sure it's six months because it felt like six months between my second shot and now what what will be my third shot. So I don't know what's happening. It's a fucking mess, in my opinion. And it seems like everyone's like going through it and panicking within their own inner circles but no one's outside and talking about it or outspoken about it it's a bit weird we have the local leaders even the local people who are followed you know by a lot of people not speaking about it and you guys are are staying shut what's happening (coughs) you're busy still going out to hookah bars and hookah lounges and you're drinking these these mimosas and these brunch events and these you know shaking booty push peas pushing peas like you're gonna but you ain't doing shit about what's happening in this city and what's happening to the people you love. You're not talking about it. You're just like, oh, you might be like, oh, my God. You might tweet, oh, my God. 
but you're not really influencing people. You're not really looking up what can be done. And you're not probably even calling the city offices. You're not doing shit, you know. And I think that's kind of weird, man. People got to switch their priorities. But I do get it. I guess it's the start of the year. People got to get back to the basics, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But there's no excuse for if there's a situation happening and you're someone that people kind of look up to and you're staying shut and you could do something about it. I think you should do something about it. Talk about it like I'm doing it right now because people got to fucking, you know, people message me all the time. Like, cause I'm posting updates and like, I'm posting like places to test people message me all, every day. Uh, like where, 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 where can it, I get where, tested? Where can I get a test today? Or where can I get the, where uh, can I, at home yeah. Or do you know about this? Do test. you know about the parking ban? Like people got the cars towed because Rhode Island Providence notified people 10 hours before the parking ban got in, in uh, got put in place enforced in the city because of the snowstorm. So people didn't know. And then mad cars got towed in the city. What is really happening? It's like, I mean, people knew about the parking ban, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't post about it. It's like, you guys are not doing nothing to help each other. It's, it's frustrating it's for me, you know, but I guess everyone's not me. So I get it. But I am an Island boy from Rhode Island boy. So I want to help Rhode Island boys and girls. Good Always one, good one, good when, when I can, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so shout out to the Rhode Island boys out there listening and watching. Appreciate all you guys, you know. Um, but yeah, this is fucking crazy. Per capita. So the stat is per 100,000 people in Rhode Island, 390-something people are positive, which is not because of the population. People are always oh, a small, it's a small state, so technically it's bound to happen. No, you're wrong. Because the second state is New York. And then the third state is not even. It is not about size of states, guys. It's and about Puerto Rico, is Puerto the, Rico North, like one of them. I know. It's I don't think it's they're in the states but. because I think it's uh They're not doing um territories. I think they're only doing states. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think Puerto Rico but probably wasn't taken into account for. Like, it's pretty up there. It's pretty cases. up there. Probably is. I would imagine if they consider it a state or when they do, it's going to be up there where a lot of shit like this because it's overseas is different. Um, regulations kind probably of like Cali then or, or Florida. I don't know. But that is crazy, man. Like yeah. people. This shit is, is scary, man. Like I said, the guests that were going to come on the podcast for two weeks straight have now tested positive. And aside from that, mm-hmm. our fucking staff is positive. Like, this is a business. So this is not, it's obviously a, our friend Marlon, but it's staff. It's staff at the end of the day is testing positive. So, you know, we're going to keep health comes through. first, man. Health, health. comes first. No, 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 yeah, 100%. That's what I mean, though. It's like, it's crazy that everyone's yeah. just getting tested positive. I don't give a fuck. It's not like... <laughs> You know, we could have like, had him in here. Business. We, we could have had Marlon in here with in the corner with like a mask. But like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no, oh fuck! No, no. Let's not push that pee. You know, we got to push different pees. You know, what I'm saying. And speaking of pushing pees, let's get right to it. New music this weekend, out right now. So basically, new music for the year 2022. I keep forgetting we're in 2022. Almost at 2021. Um, yeah, man, we're starting the new year off. I would say very strong. It hasn't been a year that we start off with two major projects, and especially, in my opinion, this good. You might feel however you feel about each and one of them or whatever. Oh, it's not that great. It might be bad. But to the strength that they are, regardless, universally, we haven't started a year off like this. And shit, who knows since when? Like, I'm trying to think of a time. It hasn't been It hasn't been in a while. And when it usually happens, it's kind of like a December rollout, like an album from December. But right in January, Gunna, let's start with Gunna, Mr. Pusha P, has dropped his new project, the fourth installment to Drip Season, Drip Season 4, but he's calling it DS Forever. Hashtag DS Forever. I'm assuming that was his plan for a hashtag, but then he made it an album title. 
because it works for marketing, promoting. It makes perfect sense, right? But people have been going crazy, sharing their opinion on it. In my opinion, and this is going to be controversial for whoever, whatever, you know, I might make this a separate clip, but is it Gunna's worst project? Now, what are you counting for projects? Are we counting all drip seasons? You know, if I'm counting from drip season three after, which is one of his collab with Little Baby, and now I think that's it, drip season four. If we're counting all those four, I do think this is worst amongst them. Now, do I think it's bad? Not necessarily. In my opinion, when I did the reaction, go watch it right now to Gunna, DS Forever. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Almost a 7.5, but I knew it will grow on me more. So I was like, I got to be honest, it's like an 8. Not a perfect album. Has some skips for me. But overall, as a body of work... I think it shows his potential. I think he's trying to explore the R&B side, the softer side more than ever. And this album definitely showed a lot of that, a lot of songs like that. And people have been criticizing it. You know, I do think it's more because people want to share their opinion on shit because it's the top of the year. And these are the first two projects. So I feel like people are sharing their opinions now more than ever on projects. Yeah. Um, but it did happen with Roddy uh, Ridge recently, people have were very outspoken more than I. What's your favorite track? Expected, um, but when it comes to Gunna, South to West, I believe it's called. That's your favorite. It's track. My favorite track. That's my I like shit. That one. I downloaded that one. That's my shit. But pushing P has been taking over the streets. Pushing P, pushing P. Follow us on TikTok C underscore ambition. I have my pushing P uh, video reacting to it. Man, it's been it's, it's picking up. It's kind of it's about to go viral. But that song has this energy. People don't know what the fuck they're talking about. People are trying to d- tell me the definition. It means p- power. It means <laughs> it means player. It means pounds. Oh, no, I think he means pussy. How about you shut the fuck up? <laughs> it means whatever the fuck you want it to mean. That's my point. No one knows what it means. It's, pro- it's provocative. It's provocative. It gets the people going. It's whatever the fuck you want it to mean. <laughs> pushing P. I'm pushing P. It's just a slang, new slang for 2022. Every new year we have alert. new slang. What was last year? We always have new slang. I feel like, what was a, a slang last year? No cap? I feel like cap would like exploded last year. People were saying cap so? more than ever. Yeah. I feel like it's been around he was saying long. cap, I think, on uh, Drip Season 3, like years ago, Gunna. But I think it picked up last year. People were saying cap more than ever. Cap, no cap, cap. But this year is going to be that P shit. People going to be saying that P shit. You pushing P? What about that P? What's up with that P? But it sounds crazy. Because you don't know what the fuck up someone's talking about. You can't I'm just talk, to think you can't just pull up on a girl and be like, "Yo, you got that pee? What's up with that pee?" She nah, might think you're talking about some pedophilia. Yeah, that's too much. You know, she's gonna ask you about your pee. What's up with your pee? Your penis. No one knows what pee is. You know, but it's a marketing tactic that's working very strongly. But I do think that song is is strong. People are hating on it too. Some people are like, "This is awful." You guys are deaf. I think there's a really strong record. Future did his fucking thing. Young Thug did his thing. The beat change was phenomenal. I like Young Thug. The production on the whole album was phenomenal because yeah. you got, uh, damn, what's his name? I know we have um, Metro booming on some beats. We got um, Wheezy. Wheezy out of here on some beats. Mm. I think that's, that's the main two. Or maybe Taurus. I think Taurus is one of his in-house producer. I think that's, so that's the main three um, on this album. But the beats were phenomenal. The motherfucker went crazy. I think South to West is my favorite uh, song, though. I think it's South to West. Yeah, South I like East. that one. I like a lot of cake. I like cool. A lot of cake is good. 25K jacket. 25K. Listen, he has some strong records on here. I think um, people who are trashing it, 
gotta open up their ears, man. I don't know what you guys expect from Gunna. Now, Wanna was so good. I don't think it's as good as Wanna, but I don't think it's as good as Drip Season. I, I never three. Listen to that track. Check out my reaction Bobby. to Drip Season three. I'm, I have it on Patreon. Go check out the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash C Ambition. It's out right now. The Patreon exclusive content on there. But we have the Drip Season 3 reaction on there. Um, so please go check it out. And yeah, he has a beef with Freddie Gibbs that kind of coincided this rollout for the album. Yeah. It's kind of a pathetic beef. And <laughs> by pathetic, I mean... So what is it? What happened with Well, the explained right here, for those who don't know, Freddie Gibbs is a rapper, uh, just like Gunna, but very different rapper. He's a very more bar, lyrical, gangster rapper. Gunna is considered more of a mumble melodic rapper and he raps about very different content you can say it's like the drug user versus the drug dealer so freddie gives the drug dealer and we got gunna the drug user you know almost literal but metaphorically speaking as well if we're talking about rap culture right now with the energy of the rap themes that's been happening with the transition of the new new generation gunna even spoke on on his drug use yeah Yeah. we could get into that in a bit but before that so freddie gives what happened was gunna did a video for CNN where he was talking about his cousin who got incarcerated and how his cousin didn't snitch and like he was kind of breaking down the idea of not snitching, like what the, what it means to the streets, breaking it down to the CNN reporter, right? And it was like a content piece he did. He filmed on the steps of some house in like Atlanta. It was when he was younger, before rapping. So people took that clip and ran with it, saying that it was a part of crime watchers or crime stoppers, which is uh sort of like a against violence anti criminal type of program in Atlanta that people, especially if you're like a young celebrity or young up and coming person, you can partake in and it kind of picks up locally and it's like gets played on local television is for the sake of like selling a mess, sending a message for the kids. And sometimes it was like coincided with like, um, sometimes I feel like they did something where it was like, if this person's wanted, like they would put like crime stoppers or crime watches on. Mm. So it was like literally like an initiative to stop crime. Right. Which I think, obviously, I'm not a fucking street fucking thug, so I'm all for it. Let's do some more. Let's do a crime stopper, crime watcher in Rhode Island. I'll fucking fucking do it. We got to arrest these fucking assholes um, <laughs> you would not. if they're actually criminals. Now, if they're, you know, alleged, you know, free everyone that has done weed crimes because weed is legal now. We got to free everyone that's incarcerated for fucking bud. I understand that. But there are some criminals out here, guys. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, hmm. Motherfuckers doing some bullshit. Lock them up. Um, I'm all for it. But I would say that Gunna is not a snitch. Freddie Gibbs took that and ran with that when it came out years ago, that clip, and called him a snitch, basically, tweeting about him without tweeting about him. He didn't mention it, but it was obviously about him. And then ever since then, no one knew, like, oh, when is Gunna going to respond? What is going to happen? And now Gunna is responding, saying, you know, Freddie Gibbs this is going to be the biggest moment of your career when my album comes out and in a leak. Came out of his snippet, which is a song dissing Freddie Gibbs. And now we have it out officially. And it's, I believe, what's that song called? Fuck. Uh, something about Poochie 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 Gown? Poochie Gown. Poochie Gown. What? Yeah. Right. She got a Poochie Gown ready to pipe down. Something, right, something. Right. I don't fuck with Freddie Gibbs. That shit's hard. That beat is hard. It's one of the hardest beats on the whole album. I like the melody. I like the <clears> beat. You know, but I don't think it's like a back to back or like a famous. Hell no. This record that wasn't Gunna's no. intention. He just, put, he just put it out there. He just put like a line, like when the Migos did. Um, 
If a nigga hating, call him Joe Budden. That's Pussy. Better. That, that's it was a like a line. Diss, that's a better diss. It was better, but that's because it's Migos. It's going to be a bigger record, and it's yeah. a more like a direct shot. Yeah. Kind of, you know. Even though they're cool now, it's still a direct shot. But Gunna's was like, I can't fuck with Freddie Gibbs. And he didn't follow it up with nothing else to add to Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a like a hazing, like bullying. But like, at the end of the day. Light jab. Yeah, like a light jab. But Freddie Gibbs, you know, he responded kind of he didn't go too hard with it but then he's kind of like downplaying the song like i thought my career was going to change blah, blah blah nothing happened this and that blah blah you know and uh, now he has his whole energy like towards rappers he feels like the world's against him right now because jim, jim jones, jones situation <laughs> and then he has like a slight beef supposedly with betty betty the butcher they're saying is rumored oh, like man. um yeah and like new york rappers now have a thing against him freddie gibbs Take care of yourself, bud. I think you'll be okay. Me mad, man, because he dropped. Freddie's gonna be okay though. He's gonna drop a good ass album, man. and he's gonna come back. He's gonna be good. Cause he dropped Black Illuminati, man, and I feel like it, it it's a good get, single. Yeah, it didn't get that much attention. But when an album, his album comes out, they're gonna pay attention to that song more. He has like a bunch of features. He's working with a bunch of famous producers. It's gonna be a probably his best album, I would say. It's gonna be hard to top a lot of the other ones, but I think it's gonna be his best album coming out this year. Freddie Gibbs. He's gonna probably have, if not the best, one of the best rap albums this year. I but so. I feel like he's, he's so like underrated, man. Yeah, you can't compare him to Gunna's. Different lanes, it's different energy. You know, like yeah, Gunna's for the cool kids. Yeah, and it's like he could have a better album than Gunna, but it might not be a eight out of ten. It could be a seven out of ten, but it's still better than Gunna's. I just rate these people's albums like when it comes to the discographies, like overall, you know, it's different vibes. I might throw on one of the tracks of Freddie Gibbs. Gunna's like more album. like a party, like kind of like club. It's kind different of vibes. Feel, it's different shit. You can't put their two of their albums on shuffle. It's gonna be a horrible mix. <laughs> Bitch is gonna leave oh, their yeah. place. They don't want to hear that shit. No, yeah, no girl wants to listen. You to know, Gibbs. <laughs> but moving on, let's move on because uh, fuck that beef is not really real. We'll talk about the weekend. The weekend, Abel, el fin de semana, my brother, my friend. Shout out to you. I hope, and I'm pretty sure you definitely have watched. If not, let's pray that you have watched my reaction up right now on the CA channel to The Weeknd's fifth album, Don FM. It's out right now, currently out right now. Don FM, narrated and hosted by Jim Carrey slash The Weeknd, because he did a couple parts, but I would say, obviously, mainly Jim Carrey. And I love the album. I think it's damn near perfect. Time will tell. You said that was like, I saw your reaction. You said that um, you think that's his best album? I think I, I can argue it being his best, like cohesively from top to bottom. If you play it from start to be, uh, to from beginning to end, <clears throat> it's perfectly sequenced. It's a fucking ride, right? I'm not going to lie. I've never, I never got into his music. This is the first project that I listened to. Did you listen from beginning to the end? Like in order? Beginning to end, yeah. Okay, and that's good. I, I was pretty impressed. I liked the, um, I liked his album, but when people start comparing him to Michael Jackson, like uh, I get it a little bit, man. But I hear the pop, kind of like so R&B. Let's, let's talk about that. You know who it was mainly. You saw who, who it was. Was it um, Timbaland? I saw him post that. Yeah, so well, a lot of people. But I've heard that before. That Timbaland yeah, I've heard post. it before. But I feel like no one, like especially famous or notor nor- with notoriety, has come uh, come out. Publicly and said it, especially Didn't Drake with enthusiasm. Like I don't think so. Drake might have like alluded to, oh, what about himself? No, about the weekend. No, Drake said it about himself. Like I'm, I'm the real Michael Jackson. But he's oh. talking about numbers. He always says that low key. But he never says like musically, I'm Michael Jackson. He knows uh, that. That's I why think, he did a song I think with Michael he Jackson. Trust him, either him or Party, saying that the weekend's Michael Jackson. Yeah, something like that. Listen, all I know uh, is maybe this: I'm wrong, maybe. I don't think the weekend thinks that about himself. I do know that he's working. 
obviously, like he, I think he sampled some Michael Jackson songs on his album. If I'm not correct, yeah, wow. correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I might be incorrect, but I know he worked with Quincy Jones on his album, and Quincy Jones is the guy behind Michael Jackson's fucking major moments. You know, Quincy Jones is, has a hand in everything, so he's like working directly with these people, probably on purpose because he has like the influence. He knows what's going on. You know, like people are gonna compare my sound to that, but it's like, like he can sing, man, but. And, like, this might be, like, his Thriller. I think what Timbaland was also trying to say is also because of the fact, like, Thriller. You remember the actual song, Thriller, when he had the actual character and he was walking around with, like, the like a actual embodying that sort of mummy or whatever, well, not mummy, but, like, a zombie, like, wake up from the dead type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. That was Thriller, right? Thriller. Yeah. So then now we have The weekend doing a similar thing, but, like, an old man. Like, he's trying to dress up as an old man and, like, having his makeup and aesthetic. Yeah, so Michael far Jackson we have... was known for was as a... Master of Disguise or something Master of like Disguise and yeah. shit, yeah. And he did that last album, remember? Because Michael Jackson, when Michael Jackson got his nose job and shit, he had, like, the face wraps and shit. And The weekend did that with the last album, After Hours. He had the face wraps and the bleeding and everything on his yeah. nose. Like, he had a nose job. Yeah, yeah. He did the same thing, almost like a, like a homage to, like, Hollywood and, like, people who get surgery. Mm-hmm. So now we have him doing the opposite where it's, like, embracing, like, age, I guess, or, like... I don't know what's really happening, but <laughs> the comparisons to the, to the Michael Jackson, let's break that down to finish with that topic specifically because people always say that. Is he Michael Jackson? No. Is this album very similar to Michael Jackson albums? Yes. And if you're going to deny that, then you have bad eardrums. Go to a doctor and get surgery because when you listen to this album and you listen to Thriller or you listen to Off the Wall, there's very similar Sonics, and that's not a bad it definitely, thing. It's it definitely a compliment. gives me like a retro... Kind of sound. Um, people call it like an 80s album, like an 80s yeah, sound like, album, and I get that. And then people want to fucking jump off the wall, there's no no I, pun intended, and call it like similar to uh, Tory Lanez's album. Because Tory Lanez dropped a, a recent album like a couple weeks ago, Night at Prom or something, and it's about like um the 80s, and he dressed up like in the 80s type of thing, and he's rolling out that album. No one's talking about it, obviously, because the Megan shit, but people are saying that album's good, and this is better than The Weeknd's album. I haven't heard that album, but I doubt it's better than The Weeknd's album. I'm sorry. We're talking about The Weeknd and Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is very talented, yeah, but he's not The Weeknd. Yeah. This different animal. I'm sorry. They're both from Toronto. They're both black. They're both R&B, but that's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really listen to The Weeknd, but I know that he's a better... Uh, Come on, bro. He's a better vocalist. And I freaking I respect like Tory musically. I've always have. I haven't gotten into him too heavy because I'm a bit biased with the Megan shit, and it's like... Obviously, who knows? That situation might flip. It might be her that fucking like lied. Who knows? But at the end of the day, you know, I can't force well, why, myself. Why? Why do we compare this guy to Michael Jackson? Because I feel like there's no song in the album that's like really like that really stands out. Like I like start like I'll, I'll name the tracks that I like. Right, out of time. Here we go again with Tyler. Starry was a star. Starry eyes. No, there's a couple songs, bro. Trust Less me. than zero. And Those I think the, the Quincy Jones thing too is like specifically like Quincy Jones. That's Michael Jackson's dad, almost like that's his father in music. Like that's Quincy Jones, and he's working with him. He has a whole interlude on the album. But like, I know, but like when you go to like a Michael Jackson album, there's always the, the couple hits in his albums. Like, because mm, you think Michael goes more pop than The Weeknd? Yeah, I would say 100%. so. I think that's the difference between them. But then then you have albums like um, Blinding Lights, like After Hours had those moments on it. So it's like I probably don't know enough of his music to comment. Um, I'm blinded by but the lights. I, don't know. I know that's a big hit. 
I know he's got some hits, man, but I, he I'm has not, moments where he sounds like him. I'm not gonna album. deny it. And he even does his voice sometimes, like not his voice, but his own voice that sometimes sounds like Michael's. Where it's like, yeah, I, I hear. I he does hear like that little sometimes. thing like that almost yeah. sometimes. I'll be like, oh shit, it's like a talent. So, but I respect it. I don't think it's like him biting. People always want to allude to that shit. I they say, I say, they like say that shit with Silk Sonic and the Bruno shit too. Like oh, it's like okay. a yeah yeah I album, like a Michael Jackson album type of shit. Uh, but the same era. People are tapping into that '80s shit right no, now. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's what's hot. I don't know, man. Like, why are people getting mad? Like, just roll with it. If it yeah. is, it is what it is. Like, I don't think he's Michael Jackson. Will he pass? I don't think, in my opinion, truthfully, I don't think anyone will ever pass Michael Jackson. Hell no. And TikTok has proven that to me more now because I see a lot of young kids who go viral, like young ass kids, very small, dancing to Michael Jackson, like they love it. Like my my girl's little brother King. My brother-in-law King loves Michael Jackson, and like he plays his music, and I'm like, yeah. "This is crazy!" Like Michael Jackson will never die. Like his music is forever. Yeah, like it's little, crazy. I would, I would listen to "Man in the Mirror," "Smooth Criminal," "Human oh Nature," "Billy Jean," bro. Billy, Billy Jean. This, this man's music will never die. So no one will ever be as big as Michael Jackson. But moving away get from it, that, it, you know. Everybody yeah, people I, I can think. You can say whatever you want, but facts are facts. You know, weekend is weekend, and Michael is Michael. We can keep the comparisons, I guess, but I wish we stopped them. Yeah, it's even annoying. though sometimes it's I like, partake in it, but it's because other people do it, so it makes you want to like Timberland saying that shit was like, damn, and I'm like, damn, maybe, but it's like everyone's unique. The weekend's the way. fucking weekend, Abel. Yeah. But speaking of Abel, so this album, for those who don't know, he has responded to, crit- to criticism. I want to read out loud the tweets that he tweeted. He's responded to criticism. Basically, right? Subliminally, no one's reported it as news, but it's basically breaking news if you didn't know right here because people are fucking, I don't know why they're not reporting it as news. So he tweeted in the middle of the night. He was like, weirdo. That's one tweet. Next tweet. I love weirding you out. Next tweet. And the next tweet again. Even in the beginning, dot, dot, dot. Don't forget it was always weird. So he's talking about even in the beginning, in, even in the beginning of his career. He's talking about his music. Even in the beginning, my shit was weird. So now people who are like, oh, this album's not for me. It's too experimental. It's too weird. Uh, he's like, I'm always weirding you out, right? So he's talking to the fans. Mm-hmm. And then he says, which side of EXO history do you want to be on? Don't get left behind. Follow me into the light. If you listen to the album, towards the end, yeah, it's yeah. going into a light. Yeah, like the whole theme is like you're riding into a light. You're going into like heaven or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says, I see everything, dot, 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 since the beginning. You're obsessing over what you hated. Enjoy where we are. Mm. Look what was given to us. Like He's that. talking to you fucking fans out there. Weekend directly. And then he says Those are some strong words. He, listen, then he said, I will I will never fall for the simple minded traps. He's been chilling with Jim a lot. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> ever. We go forward. Always. It's already tomorrow for us. I'm everywhere. I'm right beside you right now. Look to your left. Oof. This kid really looked at So I I feel like he's here. I should have sat in the right chair. He would have been on the left. I feel his presence. I feel his fucking presence. I feel I feel like Toronto. I smell Toronto. Uh, <laughs> but and then he said, Oh, if you guys don't know, you're actually winning to see the trilogy. Another trilogy. First trilogy we had it. House of Balloons, Echoes. He gave you that with the mixtapes. So now he's saying. That you're witnessing another trilogy. Now, what trilogy are we witnessing? Is this the start of another trilogy, Don FM, or is After Hours, Don FM, a part of a trilogy, and then the next album is going to be something? 
because if you listen to the album Don FM towards the middle ending these skits and everything specifically the end Jim Carrey was like uh, you're about to experience another hour blah 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 as if another like you're about to listen to another album I'm like what is he talking about like another you're about to listen to like another hour of like you're going into you're going into the light so the next album might be that the light or might be um afterlife because he was talking about afterlife a lot in the album so it might be now you're going into afterlife basically this is purgatory so you have what is being on earth which is after hours partying enjoying life on earth then you die right and you're stuck in purgatory that's don fm and then the third album whichever come uh whichever is called whatever it's called which i'm assuming probably gonna come out next year because that's how he seems to be rolling things out now on a year-to-year basis or maybe the end of this year right the next album is going to be the third installment to this new trilogy. So he says... That's Jim, what's going to happen. Jim says in the Phantom uh, Regret by Jim, it says... Jim Carrey. Yeah, he goes, the middle... Oh, my gosh, let me start. <laughs> you're tuned you're du- you're tuned to Dawn FM, the middle mm. of nowhere on your oh. dial. Oh. Sit back and unpack while you are here. This, the song's playing. My gosh, hold on. While you are here... Just now now that all future plans have been postponed and it's been time to look back on things you thought you owned, mm. you remember them well? Were, were you high or just stoned? <laughs> and how many grudges did you take to your grave? Mm. When weren't you liked or followed? How many did, did you behave? How did you behave? Mm. And it's just it's dope, man. It's so poetic. And it's like, he just it's keeps beautiful. going, man. Were you were you ever here in tune with the with the song Life Was Humming? Yeah. And then it says, if pain's living on if pain's living on when's your body when when your body is long gone and your phantom regret hasn't let go yet, you may not have died in the way you must. Mm. All specters are haunted by their own lack or of trust. When you're all out of time, there's nothing but space, no hunting, no gathering, no nations, no race. And heaven is closer than those tears on your face. When the purple rain falls, you are ba- you are bathed in its grace. Heaven's for those who let go of regret and those who to wait here when you're not all there yet. Like those are deep yeah, words, that's deep. man. That's deep. He killed that shit. I, I, I kind of went. I almost. You turned into thing. Jim Carrey. <laughs> I think that was Edwin the whole time, guys, oh on the on the weekends album. It wasn't Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim all Carrey's been, man, that's 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 probably the best idol. like comedian comedian actor, bro. In the in the second time. grade, I, I he's my top you, five you, actor of all time. You know, how in the second grade, they asked these your teachers ask you, hey, who's your who's your idol? Blah blah. I I bro, I told Jim them Carrey. Jim Carrey. Wow. I don't, and then they asked me, oh, what's your favorite comic book? I said Spider Man. Blah, blah blah. But I bro, I said Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And it's just cause like, bro, growing up watching his movies, like he will make you laugh. He would make me and my brother laugh so much, and it was just like the mask. He was something else, man. Like everything he did, the right. Riddler when during Batman, he played the Riddler early on. Batman, I think Forever, Batman Returns, the old ones. I old never Batman. liked that. I, I liked like Liar, Liars. Mm. It's like, bro, like those movies teach you Ma- lessons, something about Mary. Man. I think it's called something about Mary. Yeah, Jim Carrey is a classic phenomenon, lessons, and now we have him on this weekend album, and now being a part of this journey and a part of this. I wish I were, I, I, this era, I love it. Yeah, and a part of this sort of like now rumors and like conspiracies. What's going on with the weekend album, the trilogy, and like Jim Carrey, and now he's being introduced to a younger audience. I love it because Jim Carrey, 
for those who don't know, if you didn't know, you unfortunately were missing out. But now if you do know, do your research on Jim Carrey. And The weekend. Now it taps back into the Hollywood shit that he was doing with After Hours. And now there, there was rumors before. And now on the new song, I think on the t- song with Tyler Creator, he mentions like, my new girl is from Hollywood or my new girl's in a movie star, a movie star. So people are like, damn, is he dating Angelina Jolie? Because it was rumored that they were hanging out. Oh, wow. So now he's saying my new girl's a movie star. She's and he's hanging girl. out with Jim Carrey and he's in Hollywood. And Jim Carrey was like, I can see your house from... Um, Jim Carrey was like, I can see your house from here, from my outside my house or something. Like, when Jim Carrey steps outside on his porch or his room or whatever, like balcony, he can see the weekend's house. Oh, wow. Because that's how close they live to each other. Wow. And they didn't know until they, like, were, like, talking to each other and they were going to go out for lunch or something. Because wow. this is dope. They have a dope uh, relationship. But then what happened was Jim Carrey, I believe, uh, called the weekend on his birthday and then he took him out for breakfast he's like let's go out for breakfast for your birthday and then a uh, weekend was like taken back he was so shocked he's like this is jim carrey like my life is amazing like i love jim carrey like we're, we formed such a dope bond i'm like that's my dream right there to fucking get a phone call from jim carrey and go to breakfast with him like that's my life that's what i want uh, one day jim carrey's an artist himself man oh, man is fucking i love that shit but then him dating angelina jolie like that rumor is crazy he is saying his new girl's a movie star He's not with Zendaya, he could get, obviously. You could get with someone better than Jolie, though. Well, it doesn't get too much better. Let's name him. No, no, come on. She They're, still looks good. She's probably 50, 55. Doesn't he want a kid? He doesn't have kids? Come on. Well, Weekend? He has two kids. He has two kids? I don't no, know. he doesn't have two kids. No, just kidding. <laughs> you see, I don't know the he guy. He has two nuts, like that. two balls. He I needs a bust. Like so if he wants a movie star to bust him in, let him bust him in a movie star. But it, it probably is Angelina Jolie. Who's she, she not with Brad? They broke up. Um, who else, yeah, you know, Kanye got Julia Fox already, so he can't take her. Nah, Julia Fox wasn't even that famous, but she's still a movie star, so the joke still makes sense. But then everyone else is kind of like taken in these big movie star females. So who knows, man? I think it would that'd be dope if it does happen. But uh, aside from that, it's just this whole essence happening right now with Dawn FM. It's been crazy, man. I love the album. It's euphoric. He's very euphoric. And now, guys, euphoria. yeah, he spoke to you guys. He spoke to the fans. He basically told you guys, shut the fuck up <laughs> and understand what the fuck I'm doing without saying shut the fuck up and understand what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? He said this or he posted like a text between his manager or someone about the rollout. He was like, there's no, let's not do a rollout. People are like going through shit right now. It's a tough time. Let's just drop the album. It'll be more impactful, right? But then his sales have kind of suffered. Can you look up real quick? What did After Hours sell the first week? Um, because of the fact that he dropped out of nowhere the album, you know Don what? FM, he's about to sell, I believe, 180,000 around there. So he hasn't even hit, he didn't even hit 200,000, they're predicting, right? We don't know until the final Wednesday say, uh, date. But he didn't drop physicals and he didn't drop vinyls, nothing like he did before. I think it's all pre order right now. He doesn't have that in hand. So no one is able to, I think, actually go and buy in stores. So his a lot of his sales are suffering more than ever because it's pure streams, right? And he used to do bundles and shit. I think he didn't do that this time around, right? Because it's all last minute. But what did after hours sell first week? Did it say the weekend? Four. Oh my 445. god. Four forty five. Four forty five. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you look. What did Starboy sell first? Oh no, no. Wait. It says the week. It says the weekends after hours sells four hundred forty five thousand first week two hundred seventy two. 272,000 pure. I don't know what that means. No, pure. that means like people buying CDs and shit pure. Oh, okay, okay. See, but that's why he's suffering. Because his fans, he's not suffering. He's probably always going to do okay. But I'm talking about 
from a mainstream perspective, number-wise, if you're looking at it objectively speaking, look at that. 200-something pure? That means 200,000-plus people went out and bought that shit, the CD. They wanted to see. I bought the CD yeah. because he dropped it, I think, with his uh, tour tickets. So I bought his, his CD and his tour tickets. That's what it was that, at that time. I remember. He ended up canceling the tour, but I bought the tickets, and I still Did have the CD. the CD. It's still there. It's in the, it's in the studio, another room. It's there. Did you open it? Yeah, I opened it. Uh, I opened it. I have it. Um, why? What are you asking? You want it? No, you can, that, that's going to be worth something in the future, man. I doubt it. They got the CDs. You can still buy the CDs. Yeah, still yeah. in store. The vinyls, if anything, are more limited. So that's why I got the okay. Dell vinyl. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah. start collecting vinyls, but they're a bit more that's expensive and they sell out because they're more limited. So that's more that that rises up in price in due time. Yeah. But the weekend, so with yeah, after hours, two hundred thousand. So he sold 000, pure without streams last album more than this album did overall. As of now, because the numbers might change, but I doubt they're gonna yeah. change much. They're not gonna. It's not gonna jump to three hundred thousand by Wednesday. I doubt it. You know? How long ago was this album though? This after hours, yeah, that was 2020. 2020. That was th- and then it rolled out into twenty twenty. Was still the biggest album, and then it rolled down to twenty twenty one. Yeah, I don't listen to this guy. Yeah, you missed you missed out. That was a major epic album. After uh, hours, remember he performed at the Super Bowl. I was watching it with you guys, yeah, and I was, was in a press. Remember, you guys were like, "Oh, you're hating." I'm like, yeah. "I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this I guy like this." Let's I, don't I kill him, XO fans in the comments. Leave Edwin no, alone. No, 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 no. He's just saying his fucking now. opinion. Relax, yeah, motherfuckers. Don't kill me. Got relax, Toronto Canadians. Subjective. Subjective. I'm not saying he's a bad artist. I just no, never he's one of the best. One of the best alive. One of the best ever. But um, yeah. So the sales shit is like, what the fuck is happening, man? This is really crazy, right? People are gonna keep sharing their opinions as this shit, uh. You know, rolls out more actual evidence of real life sales. What's going to happen the actual first week, and then going forward, like is the album going to even pick up steam or something like after that? But then aside from that, this is why he's tweeting this shit because he's saying, "I see people's opinions. I see the low sales. I notice everything. I'm doing a last minute rollout, so I don't have much music videos. I only have like visuals, like visualizers ready. I did that last minute performance with Amazon. It was dope. It worked out right." But it was kind of a bit rushed as well. You can get that, get that energy because it wasn't promoted like in a, in a good amount of time, in my opinion. So everything's last minute. So then he's tweeting. He never tweets like actual shit like this. He never talks about the fans. He doesn't do interviews. So now he's tweeting basically to not do the interview. And people haven't really, haven't really reported, but that's what I'm talking about right now. So fans, he's talking to you. So the man is listening. It's very interesting. I find it very intriguing. I, I think it's dope. But it's also because of the fact that he didn't do this sort of like fucking rollout um, situation. Everything's last minute. So now we have to deal with him just doing the natural energy like, oh, okay, I'm going to tweet this. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because like I don't have everything prepped. It's not really planned. I just have the music and it's a good ass album and it's cohesive and it's already planned. I have that planned, you know, have Jim Carrey support, everything. So that's dope. But aside from that, you got nothing else, right? So I understand it. It is what it is. I wish that he had more of a plan. But the album is amazing in my opinion. So I think with good fucking music and art, that shit lives on. And that shit speaks for itself more than everything else. So please go listen to the album if you guys haven't. And if you don't like it, share your opinion below. Because The weekend's going to watch the comments. He's watching everything like he said. So he knows what the fuck people are talking about. And he knows that people might be doubting him. They think it's weird. They think this shit's different, right? But guess what? You're also witnessing another trilogy. So maybe it's a part of a, a grand scheme, a bigger plan. Moving on. Speaking of Hollywood, another actor, famous actor, America's TV dad. Oh, man. 
Bob Saget has passed away. Rest in peace, Bob, a.k.a. Danny Tanner on Full House, a.k.a. Bob Saget, the host of America's Funniest Videos, AFV, the legendary Bob Saget. Always on my television growing up, I loved Full House. That was my fucking show, man. I loved Full House. It was probably my favorite, like, if we want to be objective, I guess, white show, because obviously I loved Fresh Prince, but Full House was my shit. Like white comedy Fresh show, Prince white sitcom. White. Um, no, that's what I'm saying though. So the opposite of that, oh, yeah. because if that's like a black comedy, you know, Martin, I loved all that shit. Yeah. But Full House was like my number one. That wasn't that, you know, because I got into Seinfeld and Friends and all that shit. But later on, yeah. when I got older, and The Office later on when I got Man. older. Man. But growing up, it was always Full House on TV, always, always, always on. And then eventually, I think they they had it on Nickelodeon. It was always on Nickelodeon in the morning before school. I would yeah. watch it. It was on Marathon. So Full House was my shit, man. And he has passed away. Shocking death. They found him dead in his hotel room at 65 years old. Out of nowhere. He had a show the previous night. He's been on a comedy tour. He was going to come here. Well, nearby here. He was going to go to Boston, I think, in March. And he's a legend, man. I loved, I loved him. Uh, you want to put the tweet up of Uncle Jesse? A.K.A. John Stamos, his, I guess, co-worker, but very close friend, has spoken out right away, basically. Like, he was very impacted, very shocked by the news, as was the entire cast of Full House. They've all come out and spoke about it. How rude! The little girl spoke out. The twins, the Olsen twins, came out and spoke out uh, through the representative. They've been shocked and, and everything, but Jesse tweeted this. A.K.A. John Stamos. I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete. I am in complete shock. I am. Let me start from the top, because I'm <laughs> so emotional. This shit got me stuttering. Yeah. I am broken. I am gutted. I am in complete utter shock. I will never ever have another friend like him. I love you so much, Bobby. Very, very reflective of the whole energy right now in America because of Bob Saget's death. Bob Saget was a very famous comedian. Yeah. He was very. He was amongst the most famous comedians of all time. Like people would just. Or just in general, like, his name was, like, very famous. People would just mention his name. Like, we were watching, like, a random interview that little yeah. Yachty did. Remember the day before? And yeah, what happened? Barstool, Tell him. yeah. They they just name-dropped his... Um, they were, like... I don't know why they brought him up. It, it was, was like, like, he told little Yachty, can you rhyme something with uh, Bob Saget? Bob you're a rapper, Saget. right? Yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you, you, you're a rapper. You can do this. And this is something you're supposed to do, like, yeah. be good at. And then, like, what? Like, four, 12, 12 hours, hours later. later yeah, for a couple hours later, yeah, that shit happened. a couple hours later, they took it out because they name-dropped Bob Saget. Bob Saget, and then he ended up passing away. They, they, they Yeah, they deleted it off of YouTube. They deleted it off of Instagram. It's crazy, But man. people use his name a lot for, like, puns, jokes, raps. Yeah, he's always he's been reminiscent so... in the culture, he or relevant in the culture, Bob Saget, yeah, and now he's passed away. Rest in peace to Bob Saget. My condolences to his wife, to his kids, to everyone um, very, very amazing guy. There was rumors, people always with the fucking bullshit rumors. I'll just talk about it because people are talking about it, that he molested or touched the Olsen twins when they were younger on, on oh, I never heard in that. the fucking in, on set or shit or whatever. You guys are fucking idiots. The clips that have gone viral, you insensitive pricks, open up your fucking minds and your ears. People are bringing that up now. The clips that have gone viral... You remember when Comedy Central used to do the roast? They used to do roast, like Comedy Central roast, yeah. and they would roast someone, like yeah. Justin Bieber roast or Snoop Dogg roast, and a bunch of comedians would come together yeah, and roast yeah. that one person. So they did a Bob Saget roast years ago, which I coincidentally watched recently because it was known as amongst one of the best roasts, like it's one of the funniest ones. And I watched it recently, like last year. And 
it was hilarious, and it was like some jokes that people would make at him to roast him was like, and you raped the Olsen twins and this and that. Like, uh, I think uh, Gibber Garfried, uh, like one of his jokes was like that. You raped the Olsen. Like joking though, and everyone was laughing because it's obviously a lie. He's just like roasting him. The idea of a roast is to do extreme shit, make fun of niggas, like to be funny. And then the crowd was laughing, and then people take the clip and run with it years ago because that shit was the the roast was like early two thousands. It was years ago, but then it went viral like probably like two thousand fifteen, sixteen, recently, a couple years ago still. That, oh, people were laughing and they're accusing him of this and people are laughing because you idiots don't understand is a roast. That's why they're laughing. It's meant to be a joke. They're not literally accusing him and literally or seriously like he's doing these things. And now you have the fucking Olsen twins speaking out. They don't even talk. I don't know what's happening with them. They've, 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 probably, they've definitely gone through shit, but I think it's because of when you have childhood youth, we have many examples of being fucked up when you're older. The Olsen twins are another example because they were very famous with the Full House shit. They were very cute. And it was one character, McCullough but two girls played them. They would always switch off and shit. That was I remember what happened. Yeah. So it's like, that takes a lot of trauma. So you can't fucking point fingers. When Kobe died, they tried to do the same shit. Kobe was a rapist. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. All this shit was just accusations and motherfuckers want to fucking hate on someone and want to dig their grave before they even dug. This guy hasn't even been buried yet and you want to bury him. Shut the hell up. This is America's dad. Everyone loved him. And let's say, God forbid, this shit does come out positive. Who at that point is like, okay, indict him, but it's like you can't even really legally indict him. At that point, he's dead. And the people who would be accusing him of shit are fucking going through it. The Olsen twins are sad. Like, come on, man. That shit is dumb to me. Like, people, when people die, it always happens. Motherfuckers want to rain on the parade or rain on... It's not a parade, obviously, but rain on the the news. Like, make it sadder or make it darker. But he was a rapist. He didn't do shit. Shut the fuck up. And those people that did do shit, God's going to have something for them when God has something for them. So, focus on that. But rest in peace to Bob Saget. Very sad news. Tragedy. Speaking of actors, TV shows. One of my favorite things to do in the world is watch a TV show. If it was up to me, listen, I swear to God, if I didn't have to eat or shit. Relax. I'm being honest. If I didn't have to eat or shit, I would sit down at home with my girl and my son and just watch TV shows. If I didn't have to eat or shit. What, what show but is I have this to eat or on shit. the screen sound? What show is this? So, Euphoria. Uh, it's back, bitches. I've heard of this. Season show. two. Every time Euphoria comes out, it's the best show on television. Some girl told me that. And it's back again, bitch. It was the best show on television. Told me that she's pretty much just a crackhead. She's pretty much a junk, a junkie. Okay. Zendaya, the main character crack, for Euphoria. Is she using crack? Um, I forgot what drug it is, but this time around, I think she used heroin and crack. She's doing all types of drugs, but... Why is it it's so bigger popular? than that. Why it's bigger it, than that. Yeah, what is it? The main reason that the show is popular is because the way it looks, I would say, I would say two things. Sonically, the way it sounds, the way they play the music, like the way they, they have the music set up, mm. is both modern and also very like on point, like very poignant. And I think Drake is supposedly behind the music. He's an executive producer for the show. He's one of the reasons the show got created. But mm. I don't know if he's in charge of the music that's what they're always rumored he might be right because it makes sense because this music is like some type of music drake would pick or likes and then aside from the music um visually 
You watch the shit and these episodes be like last night's episode, the new episode, the first season two, episode one. Spoiler alert: the shit was like a music video. Oh, I gotta watch it. The shit was like a music video. Like Sounds they were taking the light off her, putting the light on her, taking the light off while she was talking, oh, and like giving you this I energy. Like I'm I like, like damn, this is bringing me into this shit right now. I feel like I'm inside this shit right now. I almost touched the fucking screen. I was like, yes, I like this. This is television. This is not no basic shit. And it was so good. And then you got Big Meech, the actor, Little Meech, uh, Big Meech's son, the actor from BMF. In this fucking season now, he's playing Travis, a known guy, drug dealer. No, 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 a producer. Um, but he's famous now. He's going to start fucking these girls. He's going to be out. He's going to be the main dick to get. It's going to be some situations. I'm in. I'm like, wow, this is going to be amazing. And there's an actor, bro, that plays a drug dealer that sells her drugs. And he looks just like Mac Miller. And people have been saying it. Whenever they do the Mac Miller biopic, he's going to be the actor. Angus Cloud. He's going to be the actor that plays Mac Miller, bro. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. It makes me like, it gives me goosebumps sometimes when I watch the show. Because the guy looks like Mac Miller, nigga. And he dressed like him in season one a lot of times. Angus Cloud. Amazing guy. He looks just like Mac Miller, bro. Like, Like, oh my God. Not identical, but like he looks like he could play Mac Miller. The hair, the redhead. You see it, right? The eyes, the energy. When you watch the show, you get the energy too. Unfortunately, Mac Miller was around drugs a lot. He always was, he gave me druggy vibes, but always great energy. But he always did give me like, this guy does smoke cigarettes. He does something, right? Like a user. Kind of looks like Mac, Mac Miller and um, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> so, Euphoria's back. Season one, go check. I mean, season two, go check it out. Phenomenal opening. Um, Angus beat the shit out that motherfucker. Uh, fuck, he beat him up. He beat that motherfucker up. He deserved it. You guys know what I'm talking about. If you watch the show, that shit was amazing. Amazing opening to the season. Um, my favorite show right now. It's uh, it's always been, but it took like a three year break. Like it was been gone for like three years. It was almost like the weekends album. Like it took a couple. Like it was like I, I think like around after hours that era. So it might have been 2020. So like two years. Or top of the 2020. It felt like a while, but it's back now. Um, and everyone's excited. It's the show to watch. Go watch it if you guys haven't. You should watch it, nigga. I'll give you my... You have uh, my HBO. You HBO, have it. HBO, yeah, I have it. Watch it, nigga. Watch it tonight. I'll watch it. Watch episode one of one. It tonight. seems interesting. And this show to the left... Ozark. I, I, you watched it yet? Wa- I know, but I ha- I've, I've skimmed wow. through it on Netflix, and it looks good, too. Ozark is coming back. For those who don't know, Ozark is probably, in my How opinion, the best Netflix show of all time. It's... I think this is going to be the fourth season, the fourth new season on Netflix. Season one, you could watch the show tonight. You could start the first episode. Oh, my God. I like him as an actor. It's one of the best opening episodes to season. I've No, to a show because it's season one. To a show I've seen in my life. That shit was so crazy off bat. You were like, oh, my God. Like What's You got to watch on? the show. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Let the body hit the floor. Nah, I'll, I'll probably Literally. watch both of them, to be honest. But Jason Bateman's show, Ozark, coming back in a couple weeks. We're going to talk about it as it progresses. Um, we're going to keep you guys up to date episode by episode. I want to talk to the people because people watch these shows, and it's like... I'll start with Euphoria. You should start, start Euphoria. That way we can catch up, and we can talk about that soon. Um, That's crazy, man. But yeah, I love television, man. I love movies, but television is something about it because the thing is, it's like a, obviously like a long movie. Like You can stop it at any moment. You can come back to an episode. You can be like, oh, I missed that, and go back to another episode. It's different than a movie. Watch the Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is too long. Too long. Too many seasons. I don't got time for that shit. I'd rather watch can Game of Thrones. Somebody please 
uh, convince Sound in the comments. Nobody do that because Peaky, Peaky Blinders, Blinders is a, doesn't deserve one of the my best energy. Series, it doesn't deserve my energy. No, I crazy. will. I will eventually. I will. Trust me. It stopped right. It canceled right. Yeah. So yeah. I have to watch it at some point. Trust me. Um, because it's ass. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know if it's ass. Moving on. Let's get to controversial topic of the week. Jim Jones' mother taught him how to kiss. Tongue kiss. Put the clip up on the screen when you can, sir, Edwin Robles, and let's discuss this because I want to know if your mother tongue kissed you. I think that means yes, your mother tongue kissed you? No. <laughs> stop. Nah, let me stop it. Shout out to Ludre. I hope you listen to Ludre. Imagine she listens. <laughs> if your mom listens to this podcast, that would be so dope to get on some low-key shit. <laughs> I've, I've listened to every episode. I didn't tell you guys. What? That would be some fire shit. Joe Budden's mom listens to all his episodes all the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when she goes over to his house, she'd be playing it loud. And he'd be, like, fucking, like, embarrassing shit. So sometimes he tries to change how he acts on the episode. You don't see it? It's not up? Oh, no, I got it. You got it, the clip? It's, like, with Angela Yee. It's, like, a weird squared box. I um, kind of re-recorded and shit. With, like, a brown box. So we're going to get the clip up for you guys. That way you can watch it if you're on YouTube and hear it if you're on listening platforms only you to do <laughs> she told me how to tongue kiss when i was younger like, like what's the instructions it wasn't no instructions she showed me with her mouth like she she kissed you it's my mother no i'm just okay I love my it. parents never my parents kissed me her barely kissed me on the cheek no so my mom just, no nah, i'm just okay I love my it. parents never kissed you it's my mother no nah, i'm just okay I love my it. parents never my parents kissed me no when he said it's, it's my, my mother it's my mother what do you think he meant by that? So that's what's happening right now. So the situation he lies meant like, here. That's my mom. It doesn't matter. That's so what, that's what people are trying to decipher because of the fact he never necessarily literally said yes. Right? But you can interpret that as like, that's my mother. Yes, of course I've kissed her. Like, what? Well, that doesn't matter. Why? It's not, it wasn't sexual. I'm not fucking her. It's my mother. But he came out and said like, no, it was a joke. Like, that's not what I meant. Like, I didn't mean it like that. You guys took it too far. And then his mother came out and spoke and said... She was heated. She was like, I'm not a fucking nasty mom. That's not what I, I've never, I never did that. I've showed him, but it was like, we didn't kiss. Like my tongue was out. His tongue was out like outside, but it was never, I never put like my tongue inside him. Hell no. Oh blah, gosh, blah. That sounds wild. And she got embarrassed and shit. Shout out to her, his mother. His mother's dope, man. I've always liked his mother from Love and Hip Hop. Very dope um, energy. And yeah, now this fucking um, topic has fucking taken the world by storm. And it's just free promotion for Jim Jones. Beating up Freddie Gibbs and now kissing his mom, and now also exercising with uh, fabulous and and dope tracksuits, <laughs> Gucci tracksuits and Prada tracksuits. That's just hilarious. But um, yeah, Jim Jones, man, this show goes to show you, man, the guy has let's relevancy finish, forever. Finish but this topic, um, you want to finish the clip? Play it. Yeah. Keep going. No, so my mom just she, she showed me how to, she showed me her tongue kiss when I was younger. Remember, my mom's was seventeen. She's a baby. Look at all the babies that's yeah, having babies now. Sure. And, act, and look how they act with their babies. It's like we they like have a little besties. sister or a little brother yeah, you more than they had. Did, did you think tongue kissing was nasty at first? Because the first time somebody tried to tongue kiss me, I thought it was so disgusting. Um, The first time I tongue kissed a girl? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> if he says he didn't, I'll take him for his word. All right, you didn't do it. You did, you just meant differently, right? Or you were trying to joke. I was like, you got to adjust it. He right didn't mean to clear there, it up. Man. He didn't think about clearing it up. He was probably high, exactly. too. He didn't think about clearing it up at the time. You know, he didn't think it was going to be a controversial topic. You know, that's not how he thinks, right? Especially he doesn't think it's going to be on a shade room and, like, girls are going to go crazy about it. 
But girls have gone crazy That's about a crazy it. Crazy toffee, you gotta. You but gotta. I would never, I would never tongue kiss my child. I have kissed my child. I have a child. I'm a father already, so I have Ocean. He's six months. He turned six months yesterday. Shout out to baby O. But I've definitely have kissed him, kissed him on, kissed him on the lips. I've kissed him on his cheek, but never ever for a long period of time. Never in a sexual connotation ever, so and weird. just on some sweet shit. Like because especially when you become a parent, you understand more. This is for everyone out there listening. You're not like 42 Doug. You're not no, giving him I'm not hickey. Him down. I'm not giving him a hickey like 42 Doug. No, no, no. And then 42 Doug wants to give his son a hickey. Give him a hickey. I don't give a fuck. It's your son. But when you post it, it's like this shit could be interpreted weirdly. So maybe don't post that, right? Yeah. That's the situation. That's the problem. But as a parent, you become very like just emotionally like attached, attached to you. Like you created that and you can't believe it. And you want to protect it. And you just want to like. People always be like, you're so cute, I'll eat you. And that's the type of energy you feel like with your child. Like, it's it's crazy, especially when they're so small. So you just kiss them. But it's not like in a, in a sense to where it's like some shit like this, like Jim Jones. And he said his mother was young, 17. Yes, but she was 17 when you were born. She taught you how to tongue kiss. She didn't tongue uh, teach you how to tongue kiss when you were five months old. She probably tongue, uh, taught you how to tongue kiss when you were five, when she was 22. She was still young, but not young enough to justify like him making out with her necessarily, right? Yeah. Or justify, but in, two, in whose eyes? If he did do that, whatever, if he's lying about lying, then who cares, right? It's, it's up to them. Obviously, people are going to care, like, People have their opinion, but me personally, when it comes to parenting and shit, I don't really, it's like, if they want to do that, they do that. Now, if it gets too weird, like if motherfuckers had sex with them or I didn't, that's like, it's too far. But if you want if you did it for a lesson and that's how you went about it, go that's about too, it. That's a little too far though, man. It definitely is weird, but it's not, I'm not going to be like, ah, fuck him now. He's a weirdo. No, like that's how people I'm feel like gonna, now. Like there's almost no, like, oh, I'm they're 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 a weird either. bunch. Oh, that's why they're like that, or that's why this and that. That's why but his mom like, was like this. Stop looking into it too deeply. Mind your business. This is not your family. And these motherfuckers are gangsters. His own mom's a gangster. She'll shoot you in your fucking. A face. lot of people felt bad for him. They could. They I, a lot of people said that he's he's uh, got molested. Yeah. Oh my god. The victim. They're like, not a leave victim. him. He's like, leave him. He doesn't know that he's a. <laughs> He's in denial. Yo, no. Nah. He, he got molested and he's in denial. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. I don't think it's like a Charlemagne situation. Charlemagne said that like an older lady molested him when he was younger. He would just have sex with her, but he didn't know. And then when he got older, he realized like, yo, I was being molested and raped, basically. Um, I don't think it's that. Though. People are just taking it too far, but yeah. I get it. Something to talk about. Interesting. Would I ever do it? Like I said, no. I already have a child, so literally, I will not do it. My mother, my father, they've kissed me on the lips when I was younger. Yes, like I did, like how I do with my child, right? But it's never like sexual, guys. Like it's just, it's just like you get a. You have a. Some people are like that. Some people aren't. Some people don't even say I love you to their parents. They don't even hug their parents. But then some people do. Everyone's different. You can't judge that. But but when people obviously publicly say it and then publicly post about it. And then they go as far as like tonguing is when it can get uh, get a bit sticky. Well, I can't even say that word sticky because oh that's, that's a bit fucking nasty. Let's keep it going. Next topic. Uh, speaking of uh, sticky situations, A B Antonio Brown, not an Adrian Broner, not about billions, not that guy, not that rapper. The other A B Antonio Brown, one of the best wide receivers of all time, probably gonna go down as a top twenty wide receiver record holder in yardage. Um, the best maybe sports personality right now. He's the most entertaining online. 
captivating people with his controversial situations and at the same time also gaining more and more popularity and fame as time progresses. Now, this man did an interview with the Nelk Boys, Full Send Podcast, and Bob, who's a co-host on the Nelk Boys, and this is what he said about his captain or former captain of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time. About being a fan is about being a realistic humanity, a human. Mm-hmm. Kumbaya, about, kumbaya. Bro, a Brady fan, Brady can't do shit by himself. But you guys going to make it seem like he just is horror guy. Bro, we all humans, bro. We all depending on someone else to Pause do it. a job. Just like your show, show, you depending on the, the, the video. T- so he's saying... He's trying to humanize Brady there, but a lot of people interpret it like, damn, this disrespectful. Like, what are you talking about, Brady? You know, I think it has two sides to it. He does have facts. Like, Brady's, you can't be a quarterback and just be a quarterback. You need a fucking squad. You need someone to catch the ball. You need someone to toss the ball to. You need, you need that. You need defenders to block you. So that's what I think he meant. And he's also humanizing him. Like, you look at him as a god, guys, but he's just Tom Brady. He's, man, a, yeah. he's a regular man, right? Yeah. But then... I think he does pick it up a bit, and it gets a bit, a bit, a bit kind of wilder. Can you keep playing? Team, the the audio team, you 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 count on people to set this up, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't think he helped you at all, Brady? <laughs> now nah, you saying who helped? Listen, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it was the realistic of right now. How did he help me? Would he help my career to come back? No, because they like helped you him. stay at his house and shit. And bro, stay at his house. I got my own money, bro. I like, you guys know I, who I, I am? I, 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 I like the, the fact that I don't need to too. stay at no one's house. I got my own houses. Guys do that to influence you guys in the public. Like, oh, he's at, he's at Tom's house. Then he may be a good guy. Right, right, right. Mm. So that's where it got personal. And then further on, he eventually spoke about payment. His actual salary. He was like, well, if he's my bro or if he's my friend, then why do I have an earnest salary? Basically, why do I have like a what could be better salary? Like, I know I could get more, right? Like uh, Gronkowski got paid. People are getting paid around me, but not me necessarily. Like, why is he not vouching for me to get paid more? So both of those things. It's like you're pushing the needle here because... They are actual facts. That's the thing. That's why people, they're mixed. People are like coming at uh, AB, but they're also like, damn, he is spitting though. Got He's some, spitting. Got some good points. He's spitting. But it's like, you might be spitting too much. <sighs> so with Tom Brady, the home shit. So there was a situation, I believe, in the recent years when um, Adrian Broner, not Adrian Broner, it's a different AB, <laughs> Antonio Brown. Like They, they got to switch their AB. They, they got to be AB1, AB2. So AB2, Antonio Brown. Stayed at Tom Brady's house. I believe he slept over there for a while. It wasn't too long, but he slept there. And he stayed there. I think it was because, like, I I forgot the specific reason. I think it was something towards, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, about just moving to Tampa or being a part of that team and just, or maybe it was before that. I think it was when they were on on the Patriots. I think think AB, didn't AB go to the Patriots when um, Tom Brady was on the Patriots too? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Let me look it up real quick to, to not sound like an idiot. No, yeah, but I think AB was on the Patriots. Yeah. On the Patriots. I could have sworn. Am I, not, am I bugging right now? Yeah, no, yes, was. he was on the Patriots. Yes, yes. No, you're not so, listening to me. It's okay. Hey, hey. It's okay. You're sports baseball, so I got to take any, everything things. else with a grain I know of salt. Some things, uh, uh, football and football baseball and, and tennis. I only trust your baseball and tennis, tennis opinions. Wow, that's, that's, just, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Softball, I mean, it's tennis ball, same shit. Oh, um, God. But yeah, I think it was during the the Patriot era, 
of them being together over there, which is crazy. They were together over there, and then they came back together over here. Same as Rob Gronk, uh, Gronkowski again um, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's almost like the Tampa Bay Patriots or the Patriot uh, Buccaneers, New England Buccaneers. But it's crazy. He's now saying, like, he did this because to manipulate you guys. I don't think Brady did that, bro. Like, shout out to you, AB. You spent in. Shout out to you. But no. I don't think Brady would do that for the image. Tom Brady's the GOAT. He don't give a fuck about the image. Like, he's he's just looking out for you. He probably cares about you genuinely. And he's just doing it because he's a good guy. I doubt he's like, oh, I'm going to do this shit because people will say I'm a good guy if I do this shit. The motherfucker don't give a fuck about He just got on social media recently and started, like, having a social media team. He doesn't give a fuck about that shit, really. Like, he's already Tom Brady, supermodel wife, millions of dollars, millions of dollar company. He's fine. He doesn't care about the, the outlook. And he fucking left his fucking team that people thought he was going to die with. He left the fucking Patriots. So that goes to show you don't give a fuck more. And he got One drunk of, in public. He got drunk Super in public. Bowl, as soon as he went to a different team. Different too. team. He so won a championship. He, some LeBron shit. He has some impact. He has that. He's yeah. a leader. He's a pure leader. Yeah. He did win it with AB. Yes, you did win together. But I think we're skewing the fucking energy. You can be appreciative at the same time while stating a fact. The way you're stating these facts shows that you're almost not appreciative, and that's where the problem will fucking rise. Tom Brady might say some shit. He might not respond to your calls now. Who knows what happens behind the scenes? I do hope that people do stay in communication with you. Tom Brady did show sympathy during the press conference after the uh, the walkout that you did, right? The meltdown situation that people are calling it during the game. So he was like, yo, we have to acknowledge that this is a serious. We got to be sympathetic or empathetic to the situation. So I feel like he might hear this and be like, uh, I know the guy doesn't mean that, whatever. Tom might be that good of a guy. So he might turn the, uh, his, his right cheek and not fucking argue with you or whatever. But then also the payment thing. Yeah, you could be getting paid more. You are right. And you are right. You probably are the best wide receiver on, on that team. But Mike Evans is not playing bad. He's playing really good. So it's arguable still. Rob Gronkowski might be a better target than you at certain times. He's a tight end, but he still might be. So it's arguable. You know, the confidence, I love it. But it's also like, damn. I also, is I take it like kind of like lightly because it's like, it is like kind of unsportsmanlike this energy that he's he's carrying. So I hope you change it. You know, shout out to the full sense of having him, for having him on the podcast. He's gone viral now um, because of the podcast interview. Shout out to him in general. He was on Clubhouse. He's doing, he's making his rounds with the media. Come over here to this podcast. You probably won't, but the invitation's open. And let's do a reaction to your song. I'm from the pit to the palace. But the, the pit to the palace. Uh, I'm in the pit from the palace. I'm from the pit, not the palace. He's basically saying from the streets, not to the castle. Not, not I'm not from the suburbs. I'm from the pit, not the palace. It's actually hard. It's actually the beat's kind of hard. Um, okay. Let's do a reaction to your song together, bro. Because you people <laughs> gotta put some respect in your name with the music. But in all seriousness, I do think that I don't think you're done with the NFL. I think that they gotta do more investigation with the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers, if they really did make you play forcefully, knowing that you were injured, that's something that needs to be investigated. I think it will be. And I pray for you the best, man. A.B., doing what A.B. does. You know, he's going viral once again. Another week, another viral moment by Adrian. Not Adrian Bronner. I keep saying Adrian Bronner. <laughs> There's different A.B.s, man. They're Antonio so Brown. Um, Jason Derulo fought a fan. In really? public, because the fan called him Usher. 
Really? How do you not oh know? It's Jason God. Derulo. That How do you is, not know his name? Ridiculous. Jason Derulo. The guy that falls at the red carpet every every year on the stairs of the red carpet. He's falling. <sighs> he's always falling. And then again, another controversial moment with him. But this time around, he got the better of the man. He did an interview on Complex with Speedy Mormon a while ago before this. And he was like, yo, yo, I got hands. If motherfucker want to try me, I got hands. So guess what? I can knock a motherfucker out. I really fight. And oh, this has proven man. that to be true. Jason Derulo has hands, ladies and gentlemen. So do not try this, man. You might think he's soft because of the TikToks and he has good skin and whatever the fuck. I don't know. Girls like him. You might think he's soft. He's a singer. This motherfucker really can fight. Play the video. You can press the space bar, too, on the, on the laptop. Hey, yo, why you slap him, dog? Hey, yo, why you slap him? Hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Why you slap him? Oh! Oh! Another angle. Usher, fuck you, bitch. Yo! I can smell the white privilege in that boy. Don't touch my ball. Ooh, play it back. Hit the, play back the contact. Oh, man. He got that boy in that little fucking head. Knock that sucker up. Man down, man down. Jay's on the Rulo. Why is he snapping like that? Jason Derulo. So it seems like he might have been barking at them like the whole beforehand, time. beforehand, yeah, because yeah, he was like, "Why you slap him?" And then he was like, "Jason, uh, Usher, you a bitch, some shit, you a bitch, Usher." Listen, there's rumors that Usher pees on women and shit. There's rumors that Trey Songs does some weird shit like that, like pees on women, some shit. You guys might need to punch them. But do not harm a man that's innocently just doing TikToks and making people want to want to dance, want to tussle, want to fight you, want to tussle. That's what he does. He's he's a positive guy. And when you test positive guys, you get your chin checked. That motherfucker got knocked out and went viral. My God. And Jason Derulo had a mask on. So you might have caught some COVID with that punch. So you got COVID and you're in the ICU for two reasons. That's just sad, man. But listen, do not try these artists. These celebrities, they might seem soft. You might think you know what the fuck you're dealing with. Everything's about perception. Do not misperceive whatever you think you're, you know and you see. Because in real life, these comments and shit that you do online, they're not as impactful. Because uh, you can get some impact in your fucking face. And you could have almost died. What if Jason Derulo killed this man with that punch? That shit was so hard. That shit hurt. You could hear that shit in the fucking the iPhone mic. iPhone mics ain't that strong. You need to be kind of close to get, pick up that punch. But that shit fucking happened. So free Jason Derulo. I think he's facing, they say, 10 years, 10 to 15 years because of this. He's in jail. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Imagine. Jason, free Jason Derulo. Bro, I would have been outside the fucking jail with a picket fence, a picket sign right now. Free him. Um, but no, that's not free. Well, he doesn't need to be freed. He's already freed. But two more topics left. Let's talk about... The Joe Budden Fresh and Fit controversy. So speaking on podcasts, for those who don't know, Fresh and Fit Fresh and Fit podcast 
is a podcast that's gone viral multiple times because of the controversy that they have on their actual podcast platform. Shout out to Myron and Fresh, I believe, is their their names. They're two the two co-hosts of Fresh and Fit. I'm very aware of who they are. I've seen their content. I haven't watched like a full blown podcast or episode or, not, or nothing, but I've definitely have studied them. To be honest, to kind of like do our podcast set up and start our own thing. But it's not like I just studied them. I studied I studied everyone that's in the market. Joe Budden, the big podcast to the small podcast. I studied them all, right? So I definitely gained a lot of familiarity with them during the studying and the process of building the studio and actually forming this actual podcast that we now have, CAP, CA Podcast. But Fresh and Fit, their content has always always been very controversial and questionable. They have gone viral for multiple situations, even situations where they take down other people's YouTube channels or they were trying to take them, a lot of them down, ban them basically because people would talk about them and play clips of them like we're about to do now. But they couldn't go through with it because it was turned out to be illegal because people can play their clips and talk about it like I'm about to do because they're kind of reinterpreting the content. They're not just playing it to play it and like sell it as as it's theirs. So they can't actually do the copyright takedown notice as they wanted to do. So people have been kind of like against them now because, yo, okay, we're talking shit about you guys, but now you guys want to attack us and take down our channels? Like, a bunch of YouTube channels are are outspoken about this. Abba and Preach probably being the biggest channel and the most outspoken about uh, this situation. Shout out to Abba and Preach. I like their content a lot. I watch them. They're very shorter videos, very easier to, uh, to digest, but they talk about Fresh and Fit a lot. I watched uh, interviews of them... But clips of their interviews, they've been, they've been on Tim Pool. They've been, I think, on Academics' podcast, I think. And that was where they actually filmed a couple of Academics episodes. The interview with Academics in 690, remember last year that went viral? 69 and Whack 100. They had an interview with Academics. It was Whack 100 and 69 okay, last yeah. year. It was in the Fresh and Fit uh, podcast studio. But this studio is very infamous to having controversial takes, especially when it comes to men and masculinity, uh, masculinity, what's the word, misogynistic, misogynistic, mm-hmm. they have a lot of that energy because they're like the number one men podcast, that's their thing, because they gravitate and aim towards men and trying to make a man, a man, the best possible man, like that's their thing, right? Yeah. But then during this life lesson that they try to teach men, or life lessons, this was one of the topics that they touched upon and is very colorist. Play the clip. Which are traits of feminine women? What's her gram? What's your Instagram? Dude, again? you, you, you yeah, got a lot of love, love today. Have, That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Just, just keeping it real. I don't really date black girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not because like no no like like lol annoying not funny buddy uh, ratchet and they don't know how to like be Carry reserved. Themselves. You're like the complete opposite. You are so not the stereotype. You, you are not, not the stereotype. You are not the same. That's Aww. awesome. So, yeah. So I, we'll give you wow. that compliment. What's your Instagram? Um, it's Crystal. What about the black dating app called Black? Oh, it's funny I never used that one, bro. But oh, hey, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, bro. If you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it, man. Laquisha. Uh, yeah, like uh, me and Fresh aren't really down with the brown nah, like that. Man. We ain't night riders. Nah. Night so, riders. Uh, you know, sometimes if they're you know redbone, but like in general, me and Fresh uh, don't dabble in the dark. If you know what I'm saying. Yep. Um, okay. So last. Disgusting. And this came out and it was uh, put online by people now. After his situation with Asian Doll. Asian Doll was a guest on a podcast episode with them. They do these live streams in New York. No, not New York, in Miami. Uh, With a bunch of girls every night. Every night, it seems like Monday through Friday. And Asian Doll was a part of one of the episodes. And it got very 
controversial and viral right away. Not right away, but after it came out because of the fact that she left during the, the taping of it because she had a back and forth with Myron and she was like, you're mean as hell. And then he got kind of like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, this is my show type of energy. Like, but it was like, yo, she actually had a point. You kind of were mean. And she called you out on being mean by just saying you're mean. He could have had a conversation with her. They kind of just, it kind of went south. He kind of takes shit south a lot. That's his thing that he goes viral for. Like, he'll kick a girl out all the time. He kicks girls out his podcast all the time. And, like, it goes viral. And it's like, okay, I get it. It's a good marketing strategy. You make a lot of money on the content. It works, right? And then some girls like that. That's why they still have girls going. Because if they were, like, you know, if no one cared about them at all, meaningless, then no girls would go on. But they have, like, new girls, like, new six or seven girls every night, every... But then again, they are in Miami. And it's like... If you know who you know certain people, you can probably it's probably easy to do. You know, if you want to pull some chicks, be on camera. Like, who doesn't want to be on camera, right? They like that idea. But there's rumors of Myron paying some or not paying some, owing some money, whatever. But this clip so specifically, this parakeet guy on the left, this parakeet looking guy on the left, <laughs> is you he called him black? a parakeet. <laughs> he does look like a parakeet. <laughs> Myron the parakeet. Oh my lord. I'm not trying to diss, no, man. No, the guns but, are out. Let's shoot them. Let's shoot them. like, come on, But man. it's all in front of games. At the end like of the day, that, I don't want man. no one to die. But this is all criticism. You can criticize Terrible us. Criticize blood. people. Who, give a fu- who gives a fuck? Is it just opinions? He doesn't look like a parakeet. I'm sorry. He doesn't look like a parakeet. <laughs> I might look like a squid. I'm just upset that he, he looks like a parakeet. just spoke like that. That was man. very nasty, right? Those, those, uh, and that was your first time listening. The first time I heard it, that shit hurt me. It's like, so that was your first time listening to it. So how do you feel? I don't like it, man. It just gives me like those vibes, like the middle schoolers is like picking on a kid on in a lunch table. It's just oh, like, this is it's actually disgusting. Kind of corny. It's just like, and then they just uh, those other girls just sit back and watch and don't even stand up for her. Yeah, she, it looks like she kind of wanted to say something, but like she just shot her Instagram out. She was like, "All right, let me just plug." I guess because they're, they're giving they're bigging me up. So weird, the energy in there. You man. know what it is too. I was thinking about it deeply, to be honest, because. I think because a lot of people like Joe Budden came out and spoke about it. Um, and he was basically saying the idea like they sound so immature, man. Like they yeah, don't sound he was basically saying like he never does this. He's like, I never really call out podcasts. I don't even post on Instagram, but I'm gonna post this. I gotta post this because I'm taken back by this. Like we've got to protect our black women. Like this is very nasty. And at the end of the day, content is content, but this is not the type of content that should be promoted. We shouldn't even like be providing these guys attention and platform or championing them like this yeah, needs to be man. like paid attention to and kind of like be stopped like these guys are a problem this is an issue like this is not okay and yeah basically the energy a lot of people were like i never even heard these guys until now so it's like that question of like is any attention good attention i don't think so i think if you're talking about business wise yes because they did gain subscribers they are up in clout. And this isn't the first time. But this I, is nasty. Yeah, this isn't the first time I, I stumble upon their podcast to hear something. No, we've seen it before. But remember when people like when he calls girls out and yeah. shit, and he says wild shit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's never something positive. Like it's never so, like a funny moment. It's always something like disgusting. Like because you know what's similar to you know Kevin Samuels. No. Yeah. So that's what their content is kind of similar to. Where like they're trying to be that, but they take it way more edgier. Like, Kevin Samuels can get, like, this disrespectful, but he won't say some shit like this. He yeah, won't be like, with I don't date thing, no Asian his girls. His stuff is, like, philosophical. Yes, and, like, he brings it down deeper. He brings it down, yeah. like Exactly. So that's what they're kind of, like, they're from that sort of school of Kevin Samuels school type of energy, right? He, I think they worked together sales, before, too. So he goes, he talks about money a lot. It's more professional. Stuff. These guys yeah. are more just, like, locker room banter. 
Like, and it's like yeah, gross. Like yeah. I get it if you're twelve, not twelve, but like. Like, they'll 16. say something wild. They'll say they're pinning, and they just snicker at it, and they're like, all yeah. right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll just, like, Laugh move. at it. And then they act like they never said it. Like, yeah, like, that's not they okay. And then like, they don't really, like, take, like, um... Responsibility. Exactly. And then afterwards, they did come out and say, like, yo, but this is just our, our, um... What do you call it when you, uh... When you like a girl, like, my type. Like, if we have a type, that's my type, or that's my preference. I understand that. I get Guys, that. you can have your preference, you can have your type. But when it comes specifically talking about a black woman that you don't want to date her. You don't like uh, blackies or you don't like night yeah, riders. You're just, not a night yeah, rider. And then he has like a certain That's name disgusting for it. because you specifically are being a colorist and you're literally baiting into racism because you're basically saying it could be the most amazing girl in the world, but because she's black, you're not going to entertain it. That's gross and that's disgusting. Yeah. And if you are a black man, you should be embarrassed because you shouldn't be doing that. Exactly. You're making our people look horrible. Like, how are you representing the black culture by so he is discriminating black, that, the black culture? Kid. I believe the parakeet is black. I know that he's supposedly a retired or former federal agent, right? Um, <laughs> wow. The other guy is obviously black. I think Fresh is Jamaican specifically. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's Jamaican. But these guys are black, two black men, um, from my recollection. Unless Myron might not be necessarily... Having any Afri- African blood, he might not. He could be because he does give me like he like you said, what Middle Eastern type of energy. He could be looks a little. Middle, but I think Middle he's mixed Eastern. with both. I I think he is mixed with both because I remember them addressing him before. Either they addressed way, it before. But either way, it's disgusting and it's gross, and this shit should not be tolerated, and it's not okay, and it should not be championed. And yes, people are talking about it. Yes, we're gonna talk about it. We are gonna make a clip about this and put it on YouTube. Yes, why? Because this shit is not okay. So people need to talk about it that way it's actually put out there that it's not okay. And we're and younger than these guys. Like, and you said how what? How young? We're, we're, we're younger than these We're guys. younger than them and have more wisdom and more and like mature. respect for people. Like one thing is like having your taste and your opinion and your type. But another thing is like saying this shit so nastily. Like, like you could have been like, oh yeah, like I typically don't date black girls, you know, but nothing really against them. But you're literally saying as if you have something against them, like yeah. the ratchet and this and that. What? So close. Calm down, because uh, in my opinion, I, in my experience of life, in my twenty about to be twenty four years of life, the most ratchet people around me and in school have been white girls. If I'm being honest, the girl that was given guys head in all the classes were the white chicks and the white crew, and they knew who they are, and they offered me some. I said no. I denied it. I don't want no sloppy toppy from Betty or Becky. <laughs> Or Carolina? No, 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 no. I don't want Damn. nothing. Damn. For me, it was a bunch of Puerto Ricans, <laughs> a bunch of bebas. And a bunch of bebas. Proyecto. You know, Olympic sevens. <laughs> this is just a joke, of course. Olympic sevens. I swear, a bunch of Puerto Rican girls. But that's the thing. We can joke like this because we're, we're also, you know, we come from that Caribbean cloth. And it's like it's lighthearted, but the way that they were doing it no, with this black it, it, no, that shit was, was nasty. Level. That was different. That was like devilish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where you guys can? We don't dabble in the brown. <laughs> you guys, calm the fuck riders, down. She said, "We are not night riders." That's why that was a slave terminology, night riders. But I think it was like in a positive sense where it was like um, like the people who tried to like escape the. I don't know what it was, but I know it was like from that era, the slave times, Night Riders specifically. So for him to say that, it was like even nastier. It was like, 
bro, you don't even know what you're, you don't even know what you're saying. You sound gross. Yeah. Like you're riding the night. You don't want to ride a, a black girl. Like what are you? It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. But let's move away from them because I hope they really learn from this and they fucking get better in life because that shit's nasty. Shout out to all the Puerto Rican girls. I love their seven. I love seven. Yeah, too. man. It just shows you how not to be. You yeah. know, I yeah. like their business model, the way they do their podcast, very consistent. Yeah. Shout out to them. I love that. You know, they live off that shit. Eventually, that's what we're going to be doing over here on this side. But I will not be calling out no one uh, out of their race or because of their race and pointing them out and saying no. No. Yeah. So we got to use this I as a lesson. They continue this. They um, got to stop that shit. Yeah. That shit is not okay. The hope, fuck, man? They they learn from this. What the fuck is going they, on? They know for a fact. I know for a fact that they they heard um about Joe Joe Budden. Oh no, they um, have to have heard. Hopefully these people responding, especially Joe Budden talking about it on his podcast. He went in on his podcast more about it. But I hope that they do. They got to learn their, their lesson, bro. And it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Like, apologize, motherfucker. Like, what's wrong with apologizing and being wrong? Yeah. Like, what the hell? We're not perfect. You're not perfect. You're clearly on the opposite, on the on the, on the side. More, you're, you're leaning towards more the side of not being perfect than ever with this type of content. But the thing Fuck is, that shit. Is people, people get so prideful that to the point that they can't really... Um, Take other people's opinions or criticism. Just like ad- ad- admit that they're wrong. Oh yes, yes. Just in general, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is and true. I, I hope I hope they can admit that they were wrong in that man. That shit was nasty. Edwin feels. I feel like you're traumatized. It's, no, it just gets me. That's just real, man. man. It's like nasty behavior. It's gross, it's like childish, and it's like I, I can go on and on. Imagine being a black woman hearing that. You're like, you're gonna be. You know, are you gonna? You're not gonna even. Give a fuck about these guys. They're 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 actually their attention from whoever, in my opinion, matters. Which because I do think that the black women and like the black culture in general, that's the most important culture. We shift everything, everything that we do. The black culture is the black culture. I don't give a fuck. That's why white culture wants to come into black culture all the fucking time. Music, movies, everything, everything, everything. Yeah. So when you fucking diss them specifically like this, you're on the the bad side of history. So I'm sorry to tell you the truth, but you better like, bro, you got to, you got to, what do you call it? When someone like recuperate, you got to recuperate, you got to, you got to come back from this somehow. I hope, you know, because you can have everyone else's attention, but people who don't like this and will not like you, that's the people that you should kind of be on the good side with, because that's the people that have common sense, knowledgeable and sensible information at their, at their, um, fingertips at all times they know what the fuck they're talking about they know that what's happening in the culture and they know that this is wrong maybe you guys didn't know that this is wrong but i'm here to remind you out of the millions of people who have just told you online this shit's not okay stop this shit fresh and fit that's not fresh nor fit y'all niggas crazy moving on last topic of the day and in white news white news america white news america um like we said we were we're satirical we do a lot of jokes but Let's laugh at this. Can you put up the photo behind me of Mr. I made like a little collage of Mr. Amazon himself, the richest man in the history of the world. Well, it goes back and forth between Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. It goes back and forth. I think Elon Musk passed Jeff Bezos again. But Jeff Jeff did go through a divorce, so we got to cut him some slack. Maybe he lost some of that money there. I don't think he lost billions there, but he did lose a good amount of chunk of change. But for him, it's probably nothing, pocket change. 
Um, but Amazon is definitely going to rule the world, just like Tesla, iPhones, everything. So Jeff Bezos is not going broke anytime soon, and he hasn't sold his company, so it's all his. So Jeff Bezos has always been in the eyes of the public because of who he is, his company, and now more than ever because he's taken the limelight due to his relationship. He's going through a divorce or went through a divorce. I'm not sure if it's finalized yet. I don't know that information. But I do know that he has a new girlfriend who recently went viral because she was pictured what it seemed to be like almost wanting Leonardo DiCaprio. And then he came out and said, Leonardo DiCaprio, I got a cliff for you to jump off and kill you or push you off of and kill you, right? Jokingly back, right? But obviously it was a joke because now he's usually seen and pictured celebrating his New Year's, his holidays with his new girlfriend. They're obviously on good terms. That Leonardo DiCaprio shit was something he brushed away. He has all the money in the world. He probably put that bitch in her place. God bless. I'm joking, but he probably did put that bitch in her place. The fuck was that? Trying to fucking embarrass me in front of me? You trying to fuck the Wolf of Wall Street, bitch? Are you trying to fuck Leonardo DiCaprio? Do you want that nigga's hot dog? You know, but now we have him pictured with his girlfriend. Exhibit A on the left. He's dripped down. I think that's a brand new Burberry shirt. That shit just came out brand new. I think it costs two racks on his body. With his Gucci sunglasses, the man is chilling and vibing, celebrating 2022. And on the right, in the middle, actually, we have two images of them. Basically, almost naked, celebrating their fucking vacation, you know. He's doing his thing, man. She's older, so I do like that. People don't acknowledge that because a lot of these rich white billionaires and a lot of these rich famous people, oh, they get... Down there, no, it's true. They get they get with these young fucking little girls and these young peep girls and these... Uh, they might be legal, but they're st- <coughs> it's still creepy. Oh, shit. It's like Kobikov. It's still creepy. Oh, hell no. But... This motherfucker got with someone. I'm not sure if she's his age, but she's definitely older. Obviously, got some fucking surgery done, but hey, they got money. Let them do what the fuck they want. But she doesn't look bad, in my opinion. She looks good. And he's celebrating his life, living his life. Look at the fucking image of the, all, all the way at the end. This is where he came from. This motherfucker used to be in rooms with papers packed. He, would, he wouldn't leave his job. He was up $11 billion. Amazon was up $11 billion, only selling books, up 11 Bs, not Ms, Bs. And he was driving around a Toyota Corolla, broken down, and it was had issues. He's like, uh, and then the interviewer was shocked. Why are you driving a Corolla? You're worth so much. Like, why don't you get a Lamborghini? You dumbass prick, because he's not materialistic. And he had a bigger mission, a bigger plan, and he's an inspiration for a lot of people who grind it and actually start some shit small and then blow it up and then still have humble pie at the end of the day, right? But this motherfucker did go through a divorce. So he has to go from this guy on the way all the way on the right, if you're watching on YouTube, he has to go from this guy, right? To now, this man we see pictured with his girl and his, you know, his new love. Let the man live his life. A lot of people, is go, it always goes always goes viral when he's out with her. And, like, it's like a thing, man, go, coming at Jeff Bezos. I don't know. I like it. I think it's dope. I think the man's happy. It's like we got to embrace this more than ever. Not more than ever, but more than other shit. Like, obviously, if he comes out, I'm not sure if he was on Jeff Epstein's plane. If he was, like, on the Epstein plane or Epstein Island, like, if he's a, a part of that group, that creepy group that allegedly might have fucking had sex with young kids and shit on this creepy island, whatever, then I can be like, oh, this guy is questionable. But that's Bill Gates. That's a bunch of a list of people, Trump, that were on his jet, and Bill Clinton. You motherfuckers are going to get your time. But Jeff Bezos, from my recollection, wasn't a part of that clique or whatever. So now he's doing his thing. 
He's living a vida loca. He might play some Ricky Martin. He might play some Ricky Martin when he's fucking his chick. Or maybe some Don Q. Either or. He has a crazy playlist. Artificial. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> you no, know. No, no, no. Artificial by Don Q. No, isn't it artificial intelligence? No, it's artificial. There's artificial like, only? Shout out Brian. Oh, uh, that's a horrible title. I thought it was artificial intelligence. Like AI. I was like, okay, futuristic. Don Q's a dumbass. Nah, this is um, artificial. But, um, and he's buff as shit. Look at this guy's fucking body, bro. Fucking buff as shit. Buff as shit. You know, I think the guy's doing his thing. Let the man embrace his life. Let's not talk down upon these people. It's, I'm going to laugh at him, though. I will. Just like I laugh at a lot of shit. Some funny shit happens. That Leonardo DiCaprio shit was hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. It would be Leo that would take a billionaire's girl. Like, if it were to happen, like, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. I might give him my girlfriend. If I go to a club or some shit, we see Leo. Leo! Titanic! I just start screaming his movies. Really? Uh, what's the other one? Fuck. Interstellar, not Interstellar, that was fucking Matthew McConaughey. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street! Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh my god, the recent one I just watched. Uh, look up, don't look up! Yeah, yeah. That one's He's my favorite actor of all time. The best actor of all time, in my opinion, by a long shot, is Leonardo DiCaprio. That's arguable, whatever. Fuck you. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, so if I go to a club, um, Denzel might be overrated, in my opinion. Who knows? He's the same oh, guy every movie. Same guy every movie. No. Same guy every movie. Same guy every movie, Denzel. Same oh, guy. He's a hell of a guy. Great guy. Rest in no. peace, his mother. But it's a sucking, a fucking same guy every movie, Denzel. That's controversial. I don't Will give a Smith fuck. Will Smith is one of the best. Yeah, Will Smith. But Will Smith has a lot of dub movies, a lot of bad movies as well. His, he has a lot of great ones, but then he did a lot of bullshit. Aladdin, what the fuck was that? That's man, how like, he steps like on niggas. Um, But DiCaprio's my guy. Yeah. And that guy can take my girl if he wants to, if it were to happen. So, Deja, Deja, are you hearing this? Hey, don't. <laughs> you, what? Don't what? You speaking to my girl through what? my. <laughs> 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 she watches a podcast. I know, I know, I know. What the heck? Listen, I, I commend Jeff Bezos. Live your life. You know, if, if, I'm, up, if I'm up, let me look up the number because I, I want to put this in perspective for you guys. You know, I understand the concept, fuck the rich, you know, give to the poor. I'm all for that. But unfortunately, we have to face the facts. The rich are the rich, and the poor might stay poor. And that's what's happening. That's how America is. We live in a, you know, a fucking, what do you call it, monopoly-driven, a lot of capitalism happening. It's not a communist country, but hey, it is what it is. Jeff Bezos, he's up $202 billion. Oh wow, not bad. Now this is this doesn't mean it's two hundred billion and two hundred billion dollars in his bank account. Like he can go to Bank America and take out two hundred thousand, yeah. two hundred billion dollars. That's not what net worth means. Worth We're taking into account assets, company value, everything, right? So I get that because that's what a lot of people don't get. Like they think, oh, oh my god. Like if they look up someone's net worth, like Edwin's net worth. Oh my god, he has thirty million net worth. He has. That's not what net worth. Net worth means net. What the fuck does net mean, bitch? Total. Do you not know? Do your research. Total worth. That means Edwin might have a house in Mexico that's worth thirty, no, twenty nine million, and he only has a million in his bank account. But you want to rob him because you think he has the thirty million dollars. People have the net worth shit all screwed up. It's like the one of the main things people search on Google is net worth for everyone. Anyone's anyone's name, you put it up and it comes up net worth right away next to the name. But Jeff Bezos is up two hundred billion. He probably has fifty billion in the bank. I would. I wouldn't be shocked if he has that much. Who knows? God bless him. No, Billy's a Billy man. A Billy is a Billy. One Billy. Give me one fucking thousand dollars. Fuck a Billy. Whoa, Shit, gotta I'm struggling. A higher than a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a couple of thousand. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Mm. 
100 kind of racks, bitch. Round it. Um, you know, but man, shout out to Jeff. I'm uh, I'm on your side, man. Maybe I'm on, maybe I'm dick riding. That way you could give me some money. Oh, whoa! You look wild. Amazon, we need that sponsorship. I don't give a fuck if you're you're you, you got people some, like Trump. you got some slave slave employees. I don't give a fuck. No, I actually do. I do care. Don't treat your employees right. That's kind of fucked up. But guess what? They can fucking leave. They can quit. Why aren't they quitting? Oh wait, but I, I guess some of them are being forced to work. <laughs> I yeah, think there's some contracts. That. There's some weird contracts. Yeah. But if you yeah, are no able joy. to leave your job and you don't like it, then leave your job because you don't like it. Live your dream somehow. I don't know. I can't be your financial advisor. But Amazon, please sponsor this podcast. I use you all the time. Might as fucking well get it be the sponsorship because Amazon runs the world. We have to face the fact, guys. Metaverse is happening. Teslas are out, out here. iPhones are, are <laughs> the phones. You know, we're, we got to be with the times, not against the times. Because once you go against the times, that's when you fall behind the time. And then you fucking... Are dumb, and you you don't progress, and you're made out to be an idiot, you know. And that's not what's happening over here at the CA podcast. Cap, another episode, another week. Thank you guys. It's been 13 weeks, 13 episodes. It's been an amazing run. Um, we're keeping it going. A lot of announcements. Patreon is up right now. The CA podcast Patreon new episode, bonus episode being uploaded this week for you guys on the Patreon. Go check it out, please, please. We really want you guys to go on there. We have like a couple people that are like. I want to say about 15 people, plus it keeps going up randomly. People are joining the Patreon, which is dope, because basically they're subscribing for monthly content from us, which is amazing to think. We should have started a while ago, and now we have it. The Patreon is up. Patreon.com forward slash C-Ambition. C-A-Ambition. I forgot to spell it, but Ambition is up there. We have a clip with uh, Brian that's going to be public. Um, a new extra bonus podcast episode for you guys this week. And yeah, I'm excited. We're keeping the ball rolling. It's not stopping. The content's going. Reactions are going. Podcasts are going. More interviews coming soon with local celebrities, local governors, big-time celebrities, all types of shit. You name it, it's happening. Jeff Bezos, if you're down with the brown and you're not like Myron from Fresh and Fit Podcast, you actually fuck with black girls and black people, you know, you know, I might, might not be dating one, but let's talk about it on the podcast. Maybe you've had some black girl sex in your life, Jeff Bezos. You know, why the fuck? what the fuck am I talking about? What's up? What did I just say that made it go this way? I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, because I was talking about exclusive content. Exclusive content. Okay. Okay. Because if it does happen, if we do have him talking about some black pussy, we're going to have him talk about that shit on the fucking Patreon. People got to pay for that content. Fuck that. Jeff Bezos talking like that? You know, that's not, eh, not going to happen. But hey, one can wish. And be safe. We pray for you guys. Please, please take care of your health. COVID is out here. Omarion, Delta, Omicron is combining like a fucking disease and is really is mutating like crazy. So please just take care of yourself. And until next week, this has been another episode by the Cap Crew. Love you guys.